Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Boston Celtics rallied in game four to force this game five tonight against the Miami Heat. So today on the board YouTube channel, we're going to preview tonight's matchup between these two teams in the conference finals. We're going to give you a bet at the end of the show. And along the way, we're going to explain why the Boston Celtics aren't like the 149 teams who have gone down 3 nothing before. Could they be on track to making history, becoming the first team to overturn this deficit? Let's break it all down. Reminder to everybody, make sure you are subscribed to the board YouTube channel for NBA playoff content all throughout the playoffs. And we'll have some more content coming for the offseason. Drop a like if you're enjoying and make sure you rate and review five stars if you're listening in the audio forms. But again, game six, game five, excuse me, here tonight with the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Boston, we really felt as though for game four, they wouldn't have enough to bounce back and find the mental capacity to go and win that game. But the second half, they were excellent. They really took over the game and put their firm stamp that, hey, you know, a couple of players, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart said it, don't let us win one. Don't let us win tonight. But uh, what was it about that second half that allowed Boston to take over that, that game four? Now they moved the ball. They played uh, good rotation. So no, 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 no more playing two bits. Grant Williams got the good minutes last two games and played re really well in his minutes. Tatum had tremendous efficient game finally. And yeah, they kind of limit Jimmy Butler, even though he missed some easy shots. Bema Adebayo didn't score in the second half. He got into the foul trouble. They couldn't get stops without him on the floor. Gabe Vincent is playing hurt. Kyle Lowry is playing hurt. Jimmy Butler is playing hurt. So, yeah, that's kind of everything went one side. So, yeah, but it was a good showing from, from the Celtics. And they finally moved the ball. It, 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 there wasn't so a lot of mismatch hunting and ball stoppage. They were just a quicker to react, uh, moving the ball when the Miami hit field the gaps and, and, and got some wide open shots. Yeah, it really felt like Boston were finally getting back to their roots, moving the ball, playing on the perimeter, and they shot the three ball a lot. They shot a lot of threes in this game. They made up a lot of three-point differential like that Miami had been dominating earlier on in this series, and that's what Boston did successfully in the regular season. So uh, went right back to that one. Uh, it looked like you wanted to add something on the three-point shooting. Anything extra you want to put on that? The, we, we, we saw actually in the game two, they were doing great. The same thing they, they did in the last game, but they went away from it in the last six minutes and then they lost the game. We all know what happened there. So like they played almost the same like they did in the game too, but they just stick to it in the fourth quarter. They didn't just go back to isolation stuff like they did in, in, in the game too. So let's look at the lines that we have for this game. A little bit reminiscent of that game one. So if you guys don't know, game four was the first time Miami were favored. Back to the game one line of right around eight and a half on the spread. Uh, you can get plus 103 on Boston, minus 114 at Miami, both on profit exchange there. 
over under has been set around 215. It's going to stay in that area. It went just under that mark, actually, in that game four. I believe it ended on exactly 214, if I, my memory serves me correctly. But 215, Boston, 215 it was a winner. 215 was a winner. So yeah. Boston have a little bit of their mojo back. They are, I would guess, going to be favored for all three games if it does go to game seven. What chances do you give them to actually do this thing? No NBA team has ever done it, come back from 3 nothing down. What sort of chances can, can you give and them? Here? This is my spot. So I spent some time arguing with people on Twitter about this one. And I'll say 0 and 149 data we had on when teams are down 3-0 is completely irrelevant. Why? Because when was the huge favorite down 3-0 ever? And the answer is never. We never seen a huge favorite of the series being down 3-0. So if you have, let's say, other way around, if Boston Celtics were up 3-0 to Miami Heat, who is going to expecting them to come back? Of course, chance is under one zero percent. Same thing, let's say first round Philadelphia 76ers against the Brooklyn Nets. Like those are usually the matchups, huge disparity, and usually way better teams are up 3-0. I don't think we had any time in history that huge favorites were down 3-0. So we don't have data when huge favorites are down 3-0. Of them coming back or not so that's i don't think all of these 149 are irrelevant but i would say 95 percent of these matchups are pretty irrelevant because we usually we don't get many surprises in the playoffs when, when there is like boston was minus almost minus 500 coming into the series like minus 400 to win the series I don't think we had many upsets with that kind of edge in, in, in the history. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks and Miami Heat, obviously, but it wasn't uh, 3-0. Yeah. So we, we, we actually don't don't have many many upsets, and when it comes, it never was 3-0. So you make you make a great know. point. You make a great point. The 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 Owen 149, if it's that. Almost every single time, it's because a really good team is playing a worse team and won the first three games. Of course, that team is going to be expected to win one of the next four. You make a great point on that. Historic, that's why historical data trends like that, it's, they're mutually exclusive. They don't apply. This is a different series. This is different Context. teams in different eras. Yeah. That, that's why you can't always cite the historical data. But you know, it's still, even though, like I said, Boston will be favored in all three games, it is still unlikely for them to win all three games. It's like making a three-game parlay on that. Yeah, I think bookies have it at like 25%. And realistically, it. I think that's pretty efficient. I saw, I saw so many uh, NBA guys, basketball guys saying on Twitter, you may be considering that sports market, that when, when someone like said uh, some percentage, and some in the comments say like, look at the sports uh, look at the betting markets and what price they think and what, what probabilities they think these teams have and the, those guys will say you may be considered uh, betting markets are not efficient and i like they are 
hella efficient in, in these kinds. Of yes, they are efficient. Or else, if they weren't maybe efficient, they wouldn't make money. Not, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Let, me, let me. And like, I, I was just trying to make my own number quickly on this series. You said they have it around twenty-five percent. Uh, I would say, uh, guessing like Boston's minus two eighty-five for this one game six they'd probably be minus 130 minus 140 i think they'd be favored even though miami were favored in game four and game seven i think they'll be right around this area again of minus 25 i i think realistically you can give them about a 30 percent chance to pull yeah so the, this game they are they have like 75 percent chance of winning so you just multiply that and the last game if they if the game seven they're probably 80 percent favorites so yeah when you calculate it's like around 30 percent so you yeah. just multiply 75 percent 55 percent and let's say again 75 percent or 80 percent in the last game and you you get like one out of the three times so like 30 to 33 percent chance and that's kind of realistic for for my so so Boston surely uh, firmly are alive in this series. Uh, Miami have yeah. not won their fourth game. Miami want to wrap this up ASAP because you lose this game. I know you're going home for game six, but just the nerves of getting to the game six, knowing that the conference, sorry, the NBA finals are at stake, blowing a three, nothing lead is at stake here. What will Miami have to do today to overcome this big spread against them and finish up this series at TD garden in Boston? Jimmy Butler kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> he was smiling on the bench and they were down in the fourth quarter. And you know what happened last time when the Knicks were up and he was smiling on the bench. Next game was his kind of historic. So they need very so they lost the last game because Jimmy Butler. When you look at the efficiency and everything in scoring, he was kind of okay. But when he's aggressive and he's attacking very quick, when he's scoring inside, that opens up the game for the Miami Heat, for everyone else. And they need, kind of need him to be that guy. And we need some him game from Jimmy Butler. We need some Hemi Butler if they're going to win yeah, this game. Yeah, Hemi Butler, yeah. <laughs> Hasn't, there, as much as the Heat have been sensational, we haven't had that Jimmy Butler game where... He just like forces his team to win. I, I guess you could go to the game too, where Grant Williams dared him to win. But they, they also got big shots from from Strews, from Martin, from from Vincent in that game. So it has been the whole cast helping. Yeah. I think this one the last game, it has to be Jimmy. The last game, second half, no one scored besides uh, Jimmy Butler for for Miami Heat. So they had uh, Kevin Love, no no points in second half. Bema Debayo, no points in second half. Kelly Martin, two points in the second half. Kyle Lowry, no scoring in the second half. Duncan Robinson, no scoring in the second half. Yeah, that's kind of the reason why they, why they lost the game. Yeah, yeah. So they'll need a big effort. Let's finish off here with some betting advice here. Uh, I know you had a pick that you wanted to just uh, send out to people. If you want to have a little bit of fun in the game with Big Parlay. I was looking at some Grant Williams numbers this morning. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see it out there anymore, but there's still six and a halves with limited juice on his points. I think that's a good bet to take. He's been getting tons and tons of minutes. I know Pips was on that yeah. for game four. I slept on that one. I did not get that one for game four, but 
Let's go to what you oh, have. I'll just say you missed my bet on on on, on the Twitter. I missed I, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I bet the Grant Williams over nine and a half uh, points and rebounds combined, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not ten and a half. So yeah. I, I I already have like huge closing line value on that on that one. So I actually did it with collab bet with Prop the Mike who will run the podcast, they are kind of good. So, so yeah, I, I, I did bet Grant Williams and I got the good line. And yeah, I just think uh, Malcolm Brogdon is hurt. We, you can see him under points in this game. Yeah, so, look, look, for, for audio, hold on, look, for audio, let me read this one out. This is the this, the FanDuel SGP pips is uh, thrown out as a feeler. If anybody's looking for a little bit of action today, we're going. This is a plus 306 parlay with Derek White, two plus threes, Jason Tatum over eight and a half rebounds, Jimmy Butler, 25 plus points, Malcolm Brogdon under 11 and a half points, and Jalen Brown under 30 and a half points. So, uh, five leg parlay here, but yeah, take away what you like about this one. So, the last game, I bet Derek White, uh, and Jason Tatum, Derek White, two plus threes, and Jason Tatum, eight plus rebounds. And it was first half cash for me. I, it was official bet on my Twitter. And I'm just going, I'm going to run it back because, yeah, Derek White gets a lot of good looks. And so far in the playoffs, in this series, Derek White over uh, scored uh, last three games. He scored last four games. So all four games in the series, he scored three threes. So, yeah, first two games were lower minutes. He was kind of hella efficient. Yeah. Then the next two games, he got seven shots. So three out of seven for his playoffs is on his average. So I think getting two is great. Also, uh, he played eight games against the Miami Heat this season. So four regular season games and four playoffs games, he scored two or more threes in all eight. So eight out of eight, two point six average, great spot. And also, this is the the, the highest price on, on this one. Next part is Jason Tatum. He is just rebounding machine, especially with Time Lord going off, off the bench. So if if you take a look at his rebounds, uh, he covered this line in. I'll just check for exact number. Didn't so cover the, game. the only one I bet it was game one. He didn't cover. <laughs> yeah. So he covered this in 13 out of 16 games, average almost 11 rebounds a game, three straight games with double digit rebounds. So yeah, I think the last two are more, mostly more relevant because yeah, they went from, from two big, two big lineups and the first game was with two big lineup where he had seven. So yeah, kind of great spot to bet rebounds for Jason Tatum if you get a close game. If they win at home, they that mean that means Miami will miss some shots and plenty of rebounding opportunities, and also leading the the series in rebounding chances. All right, so uh, great. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the next bet part of the bet is Jimmy Butler, twenty-five plus points. Yeah, we spoke about it. I think it's Jimmy. Buckets game incoming and 
they still defending him like straight and i i think he's he's about to have himself a huge game that smile is enough for me to just go and bet Steve. and he covered this in all games but the blowout game so yeah good spot for you yeah, so some food for thought for this one. Ultimately, it's going to be quite the uphill battle for Miami. Um, I'll be honest, I have incorrectly predicted a winner for every single game in this series so far. I thought Boston would win the first three. After, like, I saw Miami won game one, okay, Boston will bounce back. Then Miami won game two, I said Boston will bounce back. Then game four, I'm like, Miami got this, and then Boston wins. So uh, take it for what it is. I think Boston will win, force the game six. Uh, you're you're. Final prediction here for, for game five. Do Boston extend this series? So, yeah, I think they will. If they continue playing like they did in game five. I just want to touch briefly on the last two bets that are unders. I don't think these guys are healthy. Malcolm Brogdon last two games scored only two points, playing 16 and 40, 14 minutes, while he played 36 in the first game. So he the, the news went out that he is hurt. And Jalen Brown... Highest he scored in this series, 22 points. He Miami defense just picking him apart, staying in front of him. He can dribble the ball, so he gets into troubles. And yeah, to wrap it up. All right, so we'll see exactly what goes down. If there is a game six, we will be previewing that on Saturday. So stay tuned on the channel. Make sure you're subscribed to the board YouTube channel. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Rate and view five stars. You're listening in audio form. And regardless of what happens in this series. Me and Pips will have some more NBA playoff content here on the board for the rest of the playoffs. And there'll be some more content over here in the offseason as well. So keep it locked and we will see you next time.